Daniels to the end zone, has a receiver, touchdown West Virginia. Tony Mathis gets West Virginia on the board. Chase Harlow with 90 seconds to go. Welcome in to another episode of the PRT Boys Podcast. I'm your host, Cornoby, alongside Griffin Harper, and I'm Andrew Hartlow. We are back. It's been a long. It's been a while. It's been a long time. When was the last time we recorded? I think it was somewhere in November, early November. No, I, think. I don't think it was November. So you think it's back to September? I think? think it's October. No, it's not. It's it's October. Let's see. The last PRT Boys episode. Let me go to Apple here. Yeah, October twenty fifth was our last episode. It has been a whole month. We've been slacking. We really we have not been slacking. Um, so. I was out of town. I was out of town twice. I was out of town once. Um, I got uh, assigned. I was, of, I was out of town too, I think. I was assigned to go call the soccer game in Orlando where WVU won the Orlando region and then went down to Huntington and got beat there. Um, we'll talk about more about women, or men's soccer uh, when we get to that. But So I was doing that and then just everything else on top of that school and everything else. It just hasn't been working out. Just like hasn't. Because well, once I got back, then it was like Thanksgiving break and so... Just hasn't really been working out the best, but we're we here. are we're here. here, and we're going to talk about it. So the last time we talked, the last game that we got to talk about was a lot has happened since the last the time UCF we game. Um, I'm not sure if it was before. Did I? I think it was before the UCF game that we talked. No, I think the last episode was titled. The ears take on the nights in the most magical place on earth. So yeah, so we have not it talked. Right, it was right after. So we haven't. It was talked right about, before. We it was right before BYU or Baylor. No. Well, we haven't talked about the UCF game either. That was right. It, that was right before, was before? the UCF. Oh, yes, October twenty okay. fifth, and the UCF so, game was October twenty eighth. God, it's been a long time. Yeah. So. We're, all right. So we're here. So since we last talked, West Virginia came off a loss to Oklahoma State, forty eight thirty four. Yes. Garrett Green had himself a game, 249 yards in the air. Okay, Seems to be a repetitive thing, him having a good game, but uh, he's not being able to close it out. The last five games. The fu- the pa- yeah, the past few games have been pretty so, good. However. So against UCF, he only had 156 in the air, but against UCF, if I can go to my like thing here. Why is it not doing that? Okay, here we go. Um, so in that, he had a total of, get the box score. Zero passing touchdowns, but he had three rushing touchdowns to counter. He had 11 carries for 55 yards and three touchdowns, along with 14 completions for 23 attempts and 156 yards. On top of that, Nico Marchio came in and you know did one play. Garrett went down with an ankle injury, and then he ended up coming back in the second half. And so Garrett played well in that game. And then it kind of just it was kind of a trend. Uh, up and except the Oklahoma game, the Oklahoma game, West Virginia went into Norman and just got absolutely stomped. Honestly, I don't really want to talk about it. So it's uh, to be expected when you go into Norman. Yeah, well, not really. Not under Neil Brown. If you look historically under Neil Brown, Neil Brown has played Oklahoma at Oklahoma very, very well. Boomer. Um, and oh, so, yeah, but, you know. so then they come back and beat Cincinnati heavily, and then you should have beat. Baylor heavily, but you didn't. But it's okay. You still got, got the, the win. Job done. You got improved the job done. to eight and four. Now let me ask you this: Neil Brown, Big Twelve Coach of the Year. Ooh. Uh, you could definitely make an argument. Definitely. Who else? Who else could you make an argument? I don't for? really. Steve no. Sarkeesian, maybe. I don't even know because Texas had expectations this year. They played Alabama, like, and they, they beat Alabama. They yeah, beat so Alabama. I'm saying. So I they think had that one loss against Oklahoma. So in that in that regard, like, but normally a big expectation for your school every year is to beat your biggest rival. You know, like Ryan Day's on the hot seat now at Ohio State because he couldn't knock off Michigan for three straight years. And Starkeesian, although he has a one loss, although he has a one loss team, he still couldn't beat Oklahoma. And like, yeah. And that's what alums and, like, donators and all exactly. that stuff, that's what they care about. Yeah. So I think, I mean, yeah, I'd give the edge to West Virginia and Neil Brown because you look at the way that we were projected preseason, we were projected, what, dead last? 14th. 14th. Thank you very much. And now we are very— Fourth. Tied for third. T- t- yeah. I tied, I, I for third. tied for third. Tied for third. Tied for Tied for third. Is it? Should but, be. Yeah, there's a bunch of— well, Should be tied for third. Technically, it's fourth because there's two ahead of— there's two yeah, tied yeah, for second. It's, it's tied fourth, for fourth. fourth in the Big 12, yeah, yep. it says it right there. But even so. Yeah, 
And, no, I agree. And, and you're behind four ranked teams as well. Six and yeah. three in co- uh, conference play, eight and four overall. I mean, not a bad season for Neil Brown, I will say. No, yeah. definitely exceeded expectations. And like most of the time, when even in all sports, when people win Coach of the Year, it's for teams that exceed expectations. Yeah, you look at when so you look at when the Blue Jackets were really good a couple of years back toward a relic. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So like I'm I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna try this, and hopefully it, it works. Um, because it's an extraordinary call. Um. And now that I've gotten my feet into play-by-play, and, you know, I can notice what good calls are, and we'll talk about women's basketball here as well um, in a few minutes, but um, this is Tony Caridi's call uh, against Baylor. The game-winning touchdown that Garrett Green had really put the um, put the team on his back in this one. This is his touchdown pass to Jaheim White. Hit it. ...from Baylor's 29-yard line. Jaheim White out of the backfield in motion. They bring a blitz. Garrett drops. Garrett fires the ball down left side. Wide open receiver. Pass. Caught. Touchdown. West Virginia. Jaheim White caught it. A 29-yard reception down the left sideline. He was wide open with 23 seconds to go. So that was... Do what? What'd you say? Sorry. I had, I muted your so all it heard was... Uh, Fair. No, all I said was that that's a phenomenal call. Right yeah. There. Yeah. I mean, you got to give your hats. You got to give tips, you know, and credit to Tony. He's, he's great at what he does. And so... Um, I just, that call is extraordinary because Garrett Green had Jaheim White, had him wide open. It was a play that Neil Brown said they hadn't run all year, um, something that they only used in practice, and Neil said, well, what better time to bring it out than to win a game, and he did, and Jaheim White's been playing very, very solid as well the last four games. He had himself a game against Cincinnati where he ran for 21 carries, 204 yards, and a touchdown, but also had one reception for 75 yards and a touchdown. It was another nice play from Garrett Green as well. That was a nice... It actually wasn't supposed to go to Jaheim White, I'm, I believe. I believe it was supposed to go to the tight end. It was a little check down. But, but if he's open, he's open. He's open, he's open. WVU put up seven points in the first quarter, 21 in the second, and that's kind of what just let it, let it away was that right there. Cincinnati ended up scoring 14 in the fourth that Neil Brown was not happy about, but... Um, I'm thinking about the image. What are you going to do? And the Baylor game? Yeah, yeah the other Baylor game. Where yeah. You sent me an image of yeah, I did. a very disgruntled Neil Brown. I did. Which, in all honesty, I feel like if you if you left so, 14 unanswered points in the third quarter, that's no, 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 no. That 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 was from the Baylor game. Oh, the picture it? I sent you. Oh, and okay. you're going to be disgruntled. He was disgruntled in the Baylor game because you let two special teams touchdowns. This game would have been a yeah. whole different story if you did not let. So. It All that matters. Like, it seems like every time that something bad happens to uh, the Mountaineers, it's either on special teams or it's just like a freak play. It seems like every time. Yeah, it's like like the the defensive line just sh- like completely falls to shambles in one play, and the next play, it, the, the next play, it's like okay, nothing happened. You know, it it just it's it's one of those things where it just it's it's a consistency issue that I feel like that we have. Yeah, I still every I I still every day I wake up and I just and I just think about that Houston play. It's, it, it, they gonna, had one I'm gonna, job. I'm going to have nightmares about that for probably the rest of my life. The fact that we will never beat Dana Holgerson ever right. again. Like, obviously, you weren't. we had a chance. Like, obviously, like, we just we scored the go-ahead touchdown. And where I was at, we were at my apartment. And one of my friends thought it would be a good idea to get Country Roads queued up on the speaker, played the uh-huh. first little guitar riff, and then that play happened. And then. Yeah. I literally, I we've been saying it to him, it's like, it might be the biggest L of all time. No. Because, like, who does that? But it's okay because karma no, is season. terrible. Good season. I'm not mad. Dan Holgerson got himself fired. He got good. the boot. He got the boot. It was going to happen. It was. Oh, yeah. I think it was going to happen even if they got six wins this year. Yeah. I mean, how, how many wins did they get this year? Like one? I think, were, were they one and eight? In no. Or? Oh, in conference, maybe. Yeah. No, yeah, I yeah, think I they got one more win. Four and eight. In conference, oh, play. okay, okay, two and seven overall, or no, two and sorry, two and seven in conference, four and eight overall. Okay, so. I would say, uh, like, I knew they they won. They Jack are all in 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 conference, but you know, the fact yeah. the fact is that we will never have a chance to beat Dana Holgerson ever again. But that makes so sense. they but overall, so they have yeah. two they have two conference wins overall. Uh, not not a good season for the four new additions to the Big Twelve. UCF no, it's not. three and six in conference play, six and six overall. Houston two and seven, four and eight overall. BYU two and seven, five and seven overall. And and Cincinnati one and eight in conference play and three and nine overall. Overall, a terrible year for the new additions to the Big 12. Hopefully next year when we get some more pieces to the Big 12, this conference isn't as much of a laughing stock as it is. That's true. Dion's coming. Dion is coming, but Dion hey, needs to listen, get his stuff. Hey, listen, 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 listen. 
I got the sweatshirt. You're, I, I knew Play it. my theme music, baby. Look, I, will, I, look, I don't look, agree with that decision. Look, I understand. I understand his hype. I understand why people like him. I will forever not like Colorado because they took game day from us. That they one did. Okay. And, okay. And, and okay. No, 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 no. We, Stop. Morgantown I'm, I'm going to mute you. Uh, I'm going to hit it. Can, 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 I, can I have this one? So, can I have this one? Just one thing. Okay, go ahead. There is not a game for two years that Morgantown will have game day considered. What do you mean? Unless unless Pittsburgh... What do you mean? The backyard ball back in Morgantown in two years. We play Penn State at home next year. We do, but... Oh, I completely forgot about but what that. But network, what network's that going to be on? Uh, it doesn't matter. They don't. They don't do that network. They don't care what network. No, I, I think they give. I think ESPN puts a little bit of bias towards the SEC. Yeah, you know, probably be on ABC because let's be honest. Right? It's because it's it won't be on NBC because it's not at Penn State. So true. it's going to be a Big Twelve. It's going to be a Big Twelve channel. So, so it'll be yeah. ESPN or Fox. Could be Fox or Fox, but and they'll still throw it on Fox. Yeah. yeah. So it, it depends, so it depends what time that game is at too, because I feel like if. No, I mean, if, I mean if it's a big noon t- uh, kickoff. No, they still that, do, those, they still do it. Yeah, they do it any time. Game day for a noon game, oh, really? but okay. it's um. They we just, just have to. Yeah, they do it at any time. Okay. We still have to have a good. Team, yeah, though, no, they do it at any time. I mean, think we if we win our bowl game, it's in prime position because you're going to have West Virginia could start the year out ranked next year if you bring back most of your guys, which you've only lost as of right now two to the transfer portal, and the, it's Cortez Braham and Jeremiah Aaron who have not played at all I'm this about year. To say, I don't really. Um, yeah. And so, well, if, is Cole if, Taylor coming back? Yes, Cole Taylor's coming back. Taylor. So Cole if you Taylor's can keep your roster intact, player. you're going to most likely keep your two quarterbacks. Uh, Nico and Garrett aren't going anywhere. Well, I would not say that about Garrett uh, because really? he's already proven himself he can start in this league. But why, so why not transfer out? Why can't he stay here to keep the starting job and Nico transfer out? I'm not saying I want either of them to go. No, I'm not saying Garrett. I said Nico. You said Nico. Or no, you said you said Garrett. Okay, well, Garrett. I meant Nico. So Nico has already proven he can be a starter in this oh, yeah. league. That would make sense so, if he's Exactly, that, yeah. That no, sense. Garrett is staying. Because if you look at it, I mean, Garrett was supposed to go to Troy with Neil, and then Neil flipped over here, and he mm-hmm. got he was, got an offer here and played, and it's obviously worked out pretty well for him. And so I think that's going to be a factor see the offseason. I don't expect a lot of kids to transfer out like we have seen in the past, like we saw last year, the mass exodus that we saw um, in the offseason where most, you most had guys, a lot of people most, leave. Most guys who are good on our team have starting jobs and don't have a reason. And to I think Neil Brown will attack the transfer portal on the defensive side of the football. I would also expect him to relieve the defensive coordinator of his duties, at least in my opinion that's what he should do but my opinion obviously does not matter and nor do should i state my opinion so i'm not going to well maybe the, tra- well, maybe the transfers that we get if I'm, we get any maybe they can get their eligibility well you can find you find you find one like uh beanie bishop man you're gonna be Ooh. in fine fine quarters there so west virginia football eight and four so this time next week i think we should uh, we got to record one next week we got to put two one we got to put uh, yeah. two because christmas break um, Wednesday will probably not work because we're recording on Wednesday now. I should upload this tonight. So Wednesday won't work next week because we have the pit game for basketball. So that one won't work. We could record on Tuesday, though. the listeners are also hearing our schedule. I know. We'll talk about that after this, um, assuming we get done before our meeting that we have tonight. Um, but a lot of things are happening within the WVU football facilities. Coaching is superb right now. Neil Brown has... I, I said it last year. I said Neil Brown's going to... He's going to hire an offensive coordinator, but he's going to call the place so he can control his own destiny. And he has certainly controlled his own destiny, and it's certainly worked out for him. Hoppy Kerchival, who works for West Virginia Metro News, had Neil Brown on his talk show yesterday and asked Neil Brown straight up, are you expecting to be the head football coach at West Virginia next year? And he said, God willing. And I think that if you're Ren Baker, you don't fire him. No. You you have everything going up right now, and I know this year's schedule was kind of easy, but that's okay. Maybe that's what Neil needed. And next year's schedule doesn't get much harder either because you're not going to play in Oklahoma. Let me look here at the future schedule. You're not going to play in Oklahoma. You obviously won't play at Texas. Um, Penn State's here. Penn State is here. Pitt is the only one that's going to be hard, but Pitt's coming off of a 3-8 and eight, or a three and nine, I should Pitt's say. Pitt's not going to turn their program around in one year. No, yeah. especially they have a new offensive coordinator that's coming in. So let me look at a future, at future football schedules. So here we go. In 2023, West Virginia football schedule. Come on, quit doing that. So you play at Penn State, who is current. No, Penn State. It's here. It's here. Oh, I'm sorry. That is this year's. Why did I hit 2024? I hit 2024 and it gave me 2023. There we go. Yeah. No, it gave me, it did that again. Here. I got it. I got it right oh, here. Here we go. Right, All right. right. So Penn State is here. Okay. And then you play uh, U Albany, 
who's an FCS school that's pretty good. And then you play at Pitt. Okay, so that's your non-conference. August 31st, September 7th, and then you have September 14th as your games right there. So then you got then you then you have four straight away games after that. If you can split up. that right there, you split that and only lose two, you'll be fine. You got to go you, at Arizona, at Cincinnati. I will most likely be at that Cincinnati game because why not? At Oklahoma State and at Texas Tech. Then you come back and you got five straight home games. I don't know if this is how the schedule will look. This may not be how the schedule looks because I don't think they would play it like this. It's the conference games aren't. Um, yeah, they dated yeah, yet, but yeah, the, yeah. Um, actually, are they? I no, they're not dated no, yet because it says date now. to be, and so they're not going to play four straight or whatever. This will obviously be so you're going to play Arizona newcomer, Cincinnati second year, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Baylor. You're going to play Kansas again. Who Kansas is getting Jalen Daniels back? They're going to be rocking next year. You're going to play Kansas State at home. You're going to play Iowa State as well at home, which. Uh, their quarterback, assuming he stays, Rocco Becht, his dad, Anthony Becht, a former West Virginia Mountaineer himself and XFL head coach. Bet you didn't know that one. Ooh, and West USF Knight. Uh, I pulled that one out of the noggin there, Andrew. <laughs> that one was just for you, buddy. And then UCF, you'll play UCF here as well. So you got a pretty decent, easy schedule and games that are winnable. I think you can win that Penn State game, especially if you're here. That Penn State offense is not that good. No. That Penn State offense is not that good. Their defense is really good. But... It's their defense that wins games, and that's so why they, you were. Honestly, I think their defense is why they're ranked. Honestly, uh, yeah. So I mean, you, look, look at Penn I mean, State's losing that big old lineman too. That's going to go top. Exactly. Five. Oh, yeah, they're, 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 they're losing a lot of pieces, and honestly, Drew Aller could hit the portal. The way that that no, season Drew ended, the way that the Drew coaches, so the way that the coaches treated him towards the end, and the way that they kind of set him up, it just seems odd. It's now, odd because I will say this: because for it's Penn State's not like a normal school. Because their main goal every year is if they – like, it seems like – how am I going to word this? If they lose to Michigan and Ohio State, which they do consistently, they, like, put their foot off the gas. Yeah. It is kind of – they still beat their opponents. Like, they will not – on a normal year, they will not have more than two losses. Those two losses are always to Michigan and Ohio State. Right. And there's a rare year where they'll beat one and they'll lose to the other. They have not beaten both in how long? I don't think they've beaten both since, like, the 80s. In all honesty, I feel like – I mean, I was discussing this with my cousin, um, you know, when I was back home to over break. Honestly, I think that Penn State's best win this year is either against West Virginia or uh, – No, Iowa. Either, it's, it's, I, it's, 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 it's either, it's either it's Iowa, Iowa, Iowa or West Virginia. It's not they, West they, Virginia. Shut, they shut Iowa out. They shut I Iowa they, out, and Iowa's – they beat them thirty-one nothing. Yeah, and I was well. I mean, I was not that good, but but I was but, good. That, but that's I was something good. about Penn State. I was good defensively. I was very I was, good defensively yeah. team. Yes. But offensively, no, no, they have nothing yeah. offensively. No, I they're, get what you're saying. West Virginia is not their best one. They're probably Iowa is by it's, far it's, their it's best up one. Up there, though, it's not. A, well, yes. Mm. Uh, of their of their wins, okay. I think I'll give I, you this. Yeah, I'll give you this. West Virginia is the best. One of the best offenses that they've played. That's that. Honestly, I will give you that. that. that that's okay. I'll, I won't say their best opponent because Mi- Michigan's going to beat Iowa fifty-two to nothing. They played Michigan. Well, no, 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 no. I was saying their best win. Their best win. Yeah, their best. Their best win. Their best, their best win is either their, their, best, their best win, win is either Iowa, Iowa, or West Virginia, or no Rutgers. Rutgers? No, no. We're better than Rutgers. Yeah, I would think. I think we're better than Rutgers. Right, I guess Rutgers is six and six. I didn't see that yeah. they lost their last four games. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Granted, the three out of those four were against uh, their best three: the Ohio best. State, who is number one at the current time, Iowa, and then uh, Penn State as well. Yeah, Penn, Penn State's best wins are in order. It goes probably yeah, Iowa, us, Maryland, and then every other game yeah. is a joke. Yeah, yeah, no, I I definitely agree um, with that. So, this is a West Virginia show. Why are we talking so much about Penn State? Let's go. I, I don't know why. I wasn't yeah. going to get into that, but I was just... So West Virginia's future schedule. Next year, Neil Brown has a chance to bounce back, obviously, keep his job yet again. So obviously we can't really talk. But if you keep that roster intact, you're going to have another good year. You honestly have a shot at winning this league next year. You keep the offense a, and you play the offense the same way. You have a legit shot at winning this league. I and think, I'm just going to leave it at that, right? That's, that's you, that's you, were just, you were just coming back. Buddy. Texas is Texas, out of the conference. Gone. Oh, my SEC. God, they are. You're yeah. right. Look at West that. Virginia has a shot at West winning Virginia, this conference. Honestly, the, the Big 12 is just going to open up. I mean, since since you got uh, Oklahoma and Texas leaving, I mean, who else is who else is really big in the Big 12? No one's really big. But Oklahoma the, State? 
Dude, I mean, they're I mean, I mean, a powerhouse Oklahoma, right now. Oklahoma State is good. Oklahoma West State Virginia is a powerhouse. Is I wouldn't say that Baylor is as big of a three out, oh, Two out of the last three years, they've been to the Big 12 championship. Uh, that's still. They're not. No. They're, they're, scra- gonna become they're scraping a, their way. They're not. No, they're, they're not scraping their way. They bounce back after losing to South Alabama and Iowa yeah, State have bounced they, back and pulled four straight wins. You lost to UCF at UCF, and then you pulled out two straight after that that were pretty quality. One was against a BYU team that was searching for a win. And honestly, I think you're going to go into Arlington this week. I think you're going to give you're not going to beat Texas, but you're going to give them a run for your money. They uh, no team except UCF has been able to stop Ollie Gordon. Yeah, the cow the Cowboys the Oklahoma State Cowboys did not dominate their way to the Big Twelve championship. Texas They kind of did. Look at Oklahoma State's wins. Okay, Central Arkansas, big whoop. Arizona State, terrible. They lost to South Alabama, not not by a small margin. You beat 33, 33 to seven. They lost to South Alabama. They lost to Oklahoma to Iowa State, thirty four twenty seven. They beat Kansas State, good. Kansas, good. Us, good. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have beat us by that big of a margin. They only beat us because they got a turnover at the end of the game. That's true. Cincinnati, they blew out. Shocker, everyone does. Oklahoma, they beat. That's a good win, but they only beat them by a field goal. UCF, terrible, terrible loss. Forty-five to three. This t- th- this team's terrible. This team is not good. Uh, Oklahoma I mean, State. Or, Oklahoma or, State okay, is okay, not okay. Giving, me... giving UCF every credit they did. Their pass game when when they're on their money is phenomenal. Look at the score. No, look, I'm gonna look, look how we beat me... UCF at UCF. Look how they played against UCF. Okay, forty five so, to three. Yeah, but so forty five gonna... to three no, is pitiful. Okay, all right. Let me talk. <laughs> it's not pitiful. That's pitiful. It's not pitiful. Forty five to three is pitiful. Uh, it any, was the any, space any game. game. It, it was, was the space. It was the space game. It's the space game. And I can me and Andy. Mean it's the let, space game. Would you let me finish? Go ahead. Me and Andy can attest to this. UCF is a hard place to play. Absolutely, that place is rocking. Then why do we play so good against them? Because because we're, because we were able two, to counter two, inter- two interceptions. Yeah, we had two interceptions. You don't three, force a turnover three, in this league. You're not. Yeah, three. You're not going to win games. I'm just saying, Oklahoma State has lost terrible has terrible losses, and they've scraped their wins. They beat BYU so, by. They, their last win was BYU, okay. and they beat them by six. So I'm gonna. They barely made it. No, okay, I'm gonna, but I'm gonna give BYU this credit. They had a really tough schedule. BYU, honestly, they had a really they, tough end of the year. Look a, at this. They had a lot. Of so they had to play. Stacked against. They them, had honestly. to travel not only to to Texas. They had to travel to Texas, right? So you have to travel to Austin, and then you had to turn around the next week, and you had to turn around and play at West Virginia, the furthest most point that you're gonna go. Which was insane. And then you got to go to Iowa State, travel again. Or no, I'm sorry, that one was at home. And then you play Oklahoma, that they actually kept up with Oklahoma at home. And then you had to close with Oklahoma State. They had a tough little end to their schedule there. I mean, that was it, it's tough for BYU, and, and I kind of feel for them. The Big 12 obviously was coming in. They were not going to show you know, the, the new schools. Hey, this this it's easy to win in this league because it's not. And Neil Brown has obviously seen that and... and has has said that multiple times. Texas, Texas is going to win. We're done with this talk. One more thing: the spread's 15, 11 and a half. No, what is it? If no, Ollie 15, Gordon fifteen and a half. If Ollie Gordon runs for the way that he has, it'll be much closer than spreads think. fifteen and a half. Oklahoma State's going to lose by twenty five at least. I, 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 I mean, I might even say twenty eight. They might I lose quote, by they might lose by four touchdowns. It's going to It's going over. All right. Well, listen. Let 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 let's change the subject. Okay. West Virginia football, obviously hot and rolling. They're rolling. We'll come back next week, and we'll talk about where they're going. They'll find out on Sunday where they go. That's Hopefully, true. it's the Pop-Tart Bowl. I would love to see Neil Brown eat a Pop-Tart after he wins. Do you, imagine? Do you hear what they said? I would love The mascot is going to be an edible, edible Pop-Tart, dude. No way. How do you, how do you, how, how do you how wear that? that? Listen, I'm, I, hey, I'm not going to ask questions. It's an edible Pop-Tart, okay? I'm not asking questions. We're just going to leave it at that. What so if, I'd like, love to see West Virginia. Virginia. What flavor is it, though? That it, That is the golden question. It, and should it be strawberry? They haven't. Made you know, I like strawberry pop tarts, but I'm gonna. Uh, I think nah, cookies I, I and like, cream's the way to go, man. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Cookies and cream is okay. Uh, my favorite's blueberry. Right. I so love this was blueberries. Blueberry pop tarts. Right, here we go. Look, blueberry, strawberry, okay. and then the brown sugar pop tarts. Right. So you have are good. You have. I like this one. Liberty Bowl. Three, three websites have. No, I'm sorry. Four websites have West Virginia going to the Liberty Bowl. One has them going to the Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, another one has them going to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Please, no. Can, is there any chance we can go to the newer Pinstripe Bowl? No, sir. No. That is That's not, not our conference. Bowl. Yeah, I Correct. Um, yeah. One, somebody has us playing Liberty Bowl against Virginia Tech. That would that, be awesome. That, a Black Diamond Trophy. Uh, Liberty Bowl against would, Memphis. That's not fair. So quick side question. 
If we played like one of our rivals in a bowl game, do we still play for that our rivalry trophy? I don't think so. No? Okay. I don't think so. It's got to be a schedule. Oh, that, that, so that, that, if yeah. you somehow play the AutoZone Liberty Bowl against Memphis, that is unfair because that one's in Memphis. Yeah, that's... That, that's not fair. That's a home game. That's, that's in their that's stadium. That's a home game. Uh, AutoZone Liberty Bowl against SMU. I'd love to play SMU. You could beat them. Uh, Armed Forces Bowl against SMU. Virginia Tech. Liberty Bowl against Appy State. Guaranteed Rate that's, Bowl versus Northwestern. That's a little scary. Texas Bowl versus Texas A&M is what I would really love. You know they should put us against Air Force. I've seen a lot of Air Force. Air Force I don't know if think, I want to yeah. play Air Force. Can we play Liberty? Undefeated uh, Liberty. Ooh, that's that's not a bad call. We'd beat Liberty. Uh, we would beat Liberty. We'd beat Liberty. All right, so there you go. We'll come back next week. We'll talk about where they're going to the bowl. We'll preview the bowl game. We'll probably record on Tuesday because uh, we don't have our media tools class, so it's probably be the easiest day for us to record. That's fine. Would be Tuesday, so we'll get that figured out here in a little bit. So now let's talk about West Virginia basketball. Some unfortunate news came down it- last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Uh, Raekwon Battle's waiver to play has been denied. Like, so, completely denied? Completely or? denied, but All if you that. let me finish. Um, let me see. i got to search it Search it up here. So, Josh Eilert in the NCAA pretty much says, it just feels like a lot of ways that they're moving the goalposts. Raekwon Battle and hit, had his waiver denied from the NCAA on Sunday night. Battle's appeal was, den- or it was denied on Tuesday as he and West Virginia have been very vocal about it since. Raekwon thrives on hope. He thrives on optimism. It's a shame that he's getting the treatment that he's getting, and I would have thought, and I said it over and over again to the media, that it's a no-brainer for Raekwon to get immediate eligibility. Eligibility, But but they are seeing what we're not. It just feels like in ways that they're moving the goalpost on us. That was a statement from Josh Eilert. Um, Raekwon came out and made a massive statement himself, but he's a multi-time transfer from Montana State. He's dealt with mental health issues throughout his life. He released a statement on Saturday talking about his thought process during his recruitment this past spring, saying he had three options while transferring. For now, Battle is ineligible for the season and can finish out his eligibility during the 2024-2025 season, but West Virginia and Raekwon Battle's family could potentially threaten to sue the NCAA if they choose. And I, that, from what I am hearing through some of the people that I know, that is kind of what's the talk right now is that they're going to sue. They're going to play the card that he is the only Native American basketball player. Why are you not letting him play? They're going to play the race card, and it's honestly not a bad idea. It's not even. It's yeah. not even like they. It's not even that they need to do it. It's it's clear. It's clear as day. Like he's the only Native American. So in college here's my basketball. question. Why are there guys from other programs getting accepted? You tell me. You know what I mean? I would love to know the answer to that question. Th- th- honestly, th- you know, you have all these transfers. There is no real reason other than why, you know, his would be denied. Because like, I feel like the West Virginia has utilized the transfer portal in basketball a lot better than a lot of programs. And the NCAA just doesn't want that to happen. But so can like, the NCAA at, look, look not who, see look who, what happened? Look who we've gotten. Like, I know. Like we've had – I know. Like – Quinn Slazinski, look at him. Slazinski? Granted, we probably tampered him because that was really odd. Because there was a rumor that he was going to West Virginia while he was still assigned with St. John's, was still practicing with St. John's. And then all of a sudden, he announces he's he's in the portal. Two hours later, announces his commitment to West Virginia. I'm not going to be one to judge. I judge Kentucky because they definitely tampered Trey Mitchell to, yeah. to Kentucky. But because John Calipari does that, and he, he's like that, he's... That's the way he is, but give credit to him. He's a great basketball coach, but he's a good talker. Too. It, it's, 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 it's gotta be a point where West Virginia definitely tampered Quinn Zelensky, but I'm not going to be here. I'm not throwing him under the bus. It's, I could care less. I'm going to say this though. Good. West Virginia has surprisingly, okay. Yeah. You, you won against Missouri state. That was a given. You lost to a Monmouth team. That is very good, and you'll probably see him in the NCAA tournament come the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You that beat a Jacksonville so State team that will probably win the Conference USA, and you beat them pretty heavily. Then you go to Fort Myers. You play an SMU team that runs a very fast-tempo offense. You had, them, you had them majority of that game until you got tired because you only, have, you only had seven players available that game. Mm. A 70-58 loss, I will take That's not bad with the shorthanded SMU. roster. And then you lose to twenty currently at the time twenty fourth ranked Virginia, which I will also which take. I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I got a buddy who plays for Virginia. Okay, Isaac McNeely. He had never been dirty through high school. Like he had always been like this kid. Well, then Quinn Selinski does this little bit where Isaac got fat or whatever, and he's like going to drive, and he's got the ball like right here. Quinn Selinski comes through, slaps the ball out of his hand. What does Isaac do? Comes over and shoves him. Ooh. I'm like, are you kidding me? 
What in the world? So Isaac got a little, he got a little test. He got a technical foul there, uh, but Isaac had eight points against West Virginia. A lot of people were upset that he's not playing for West Virginia, but at the same time, he was recruited by West Virginia. West Virginia was in his top three, but he obviously fits at UVA. He's playing, starting as a sophomore at UVA. That's pretty that's, good to that's do. That's phenomenal. Um, so Isaac, obviously, that, so West Virginia losing to a Virginia team 56-54 shows that this team can definitely stick with some of the best in the country. You have a real test yeah. come Friday against St. John's. Rick Pitino coming to town. The headline for this was supposed to be Rick Pitino versus Bob Huggins, two, two of, of the, the greatest greatest coaches, you know. Two obviously, greatest coaches. you're not getting that this year, which is okay. Um, because I still think you're going to have a great battle. You're going to have that one. You can catch that one on 7 p.m. on ESPN2. St. John's uh, ESPN actually is West Virginia winning. Quinn Slezinski going up against a team that he was supposed to play for. Um, he's averaging 16.3 points a game for West Virginia. And then you got to turn around on Wednesday and play Pitt at 9 p.m. in the Coliseum. Which so late. The West Virginia out. did not give me a ticket. So I'm very they didn't give me a ticket that. either. Yeah. They didn't give me That's a ticket right. either. I That's forgot right. to apply hey, for one. Buddy, I told you, just go 15 bucks on stuff. Can on, we... Um, can we? I uh, we obviously we got to keep talking about the schedule. Can we go back to this this transfer stuff real quick? I'm not I'm not quite done talking. Hurry about up! This. Hurry up! Hurry up! Make I it just quick. I think that the NCAA is not adapting and being cognizant of students in this new generation of college athletics. People, college athletes are making money now. People want to transfer. People, if they're not getting a starting job, they want to get the opportunity to start. And I don't like how the NCAA and even in college football, James Madison. Are you kidding me? They just now got granted a bowl game, and with Jacksonville State, too. But they didn't do that because they wanted to. They did that because there wasn't enough spots for bowl games with six-win teams. But so they just gave it to them. Technically, you know? that was the rule, though. I mean, I mean, I said this to my dad as well. But, no, but it's... You mean to tell me that okay. going into it, an undefeated team in a conference can't go to a bowl? I mean... So, I, that is so unbelievable. I, I, the NCAA listen, has too listen, much power in this new got, generation listen, of college athletics. It got figured out. Saying. James Madison's bowling. That's yeah. fine. Playing for a bowl game. But Raekwon Battle still can't play. Yeah. That's that's absurd. I mean, okay, so here's why he can't play. Because he's already transferred twice. That is the rule. The rule is stated. But his reason to transferring is his coach left. So his reason for transferring is valid. And his mental health reason is valid. That's why they're upset. They, they understand why he's got denied. But the reasoning behind it doesn't make sense. I understand yeah. why I got denied too, but again, like you just said, doesn't make any sense. The right. NCAA, well, yeah, the it's, NCAA. it's passed. We'll come back if news breaks. You know, we'll come and record an episode even over Christmas break. If something happens, we'll get together on a Zoom and talk. Even we'll probably do that anyway. Um, but there is a little bit of breaking news. Battle for Atlantis has officially announced the 2024 field. Oh, Arizona, Creighton, Davidson, Gonzaga. Indiana, Louisville, Oklahoma, and West Virginia. Ooh. So West Virginia will be heading to Battle for Atlantis to play next year, uh, November 27th through the 29th. So in a solid year, we could be playing for a Battle for Atlantis championship. That's that. um, so there you go. There's that. So you have Pitt uh, come then, Wednesday. It's going to be a tough game. Pitt's pretty good this and year. Black jerseys too. Blackout. Um, and Blackout. Yeah, man. They're bringing back the black jerseys I saw them since for the- 2010. Yeah. Um, so there you have that, and then you're going to come back. You got another game at home against Drexel before you go to Massachusetts to play UMass at 6:30. That one was supposed to be a special game for Bob since he got inducted last year. They're supposed to play Hall of Fame Classic. Obviously, that's not it. And then Radford, I'll be at that game. I'm going to come back up here since I got to call a women's game the next day. Um, and then you play Toledo, and then you play Ohio State as well um, to in finish Cleveland. out in Cleveland to finish that one out as well. So. You got a little bit of a tough stretch here, but you also get Kirk Carissa. Let's see. So we've played what? Six games. So one, Not two, enough. three, six four, games. five, six, seven, eight, nine. I believe the UMass game, you get Kirk Carissa back. If not, you get him back for Radford. So you're going to get Kirk Carissa back. Your depth will get stronger. Kirk Carissa will be playing. That will be a big factor. And I think if you have a true point guard, you're going to be able to spread the floor a little bit. Do you think he's going to be shaky, though, since he hasn't played? No, he's been practicing. You sure? Yeah, he's been practicing. He's been practicing, but he hasn't been in-game. They scrimmage. No, I get that. But then again, that's the same West Virginia players. In I, I think he'll be fine. It's Kirk Carissa. He's played this, played the college basketball for a while. I think he'll he's be fine. He's not a freshman. Uh, no, I If he was a freshman, that. I mean, and uh, let's talk about a freshman real quick. Let's talk about Offrey Neve. Offrey Neve has come out this year and played 
I mean, he's moved himself into the starting lineup for West Virginia. He's played six games for the Mountaineers, all six games, I should say, averaging 26.3 minutes, 4.5 points, 5.2 rebounds, and 1.7 assists. That's pretty solid for a freshman, especially coming over playing in a new country as well. You have to point that out as well. Uh, Quinn Slezinski obviously leading the way. And then somebody else who's kind of making a path for themselves is Kobe Johnson, somebody who we didn't see much last year come in this guard position and play um, because you had Keedy. And then he's come in and solidified himself once Kerr got suspended. He's come in and played really, really well. Kobe Johnson. And so I think Kobe Johnson is going to be key, you know, keeping himself in the mix. Him and Kerr Carissa will split. You may even see him and Kerr Carissa on the floor at the same time. If you're Josh Eilert, do you take him off? the When Kerr comes back, do you take him out of the starting lineup? I don't think so. Maybe I. I, I think, think you so. maybe move Offrey Neve or even a Josiah if Harris. Kerr's to the play bench. elevates, put him in the lineup. But if it doesn't, and he'll just, start Kerr right away. Kerr won't come off the bench. Yeah, I don't think he'll start Kerr right away. Yeah, because you obviously need him. But um, so we'll see what happens there. That will be interesting. Uh, Jesse Edwards is playing very well, and then Josiah Harris. He's playing as solid as well. Five point seven. He's in a shooting slump right now, but. Uh, the team and Josh Eiler thinks that he'll uh, he'll he'll come he'll get out of that slump. So you're you're back at 500. You're three and three right now. You're you're fine and dandy, right? So we'll see what what can they do. You got two games here, nationally televised games. Dude, tickets as low as 11 bucks, Griff, for the pit game. There you go. There we go. There you go. Get you a ticket, man. We're gonna get them. Yeah, I already got mine, man. Um. So West Virginia, they got a couple opportunities here to make no seller, some noise. No, no seller fees. I mean, a little bit, a couple oh, seller fees. Mine wasn't that bad though. I know, so mine wasn't that bad though. Fees are so stupid. Yeah. So, and then you got to play Drexel team, who uh, they're also three and three. Um, they don't really have good wins against anybody. So, and they'll honestly be tired down. So they play tonight against Lafayette. Then they travel next week and play at Princeton, and then they got to travel and play at West Virginia. So they'll be on the road a lot. So you could catch them tired, and you'll be at home for this Drexel game. Should be able to catch them students. It'll be the last chance for the students to catch this team before come conference play, um, unless they come back up because students will obviously be leaving here in two weeks. So West Virginia basketball, not much to really talk about right now, except this team has battled all year round. Both literally and Um Yeah. And they have come up big at times and can can show that they can make a run uh, still. I just uh, want to make that tournament. If we make tournament, anything happen? I don't think you make the tournament. You don't think we are? No, but no. I think you – I think you – I think – We barely like, came in last year. So I think you play yeah, – I think though. you play in the NIT. And I, and I honestly, considering the, the offseason this team had, I'd call it the NIT a success. The NIT is frustrating. Yeah, but it's I w- frustrating. I would but call look, that a look, success, would you not? Look, yeah, look at the look at the offseason we had. We had Bob go. We had um, uh, who's the guy that went to? to Dude, to, I'm not going to sit here unless everybody. No, no. I, 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 I was do just you remember. Do you remember the expectation that we had though? I know, but like when these but, guys but, started but coming was, here, the, the expectations were so high, and then as, as, as the offseason, it's like at the end of the offseason, our expectations were so high. We got all these recruits, and then just as after we stopped getting these transfers. And everything started to slowly dwindle. Hey, buddy, welcome Bob, to my life. Bob gets fired, and then you got you got um, transfer portal problems. You got who? Was it? Welcome to my life, yeah. buddy. I mean, I think a lot of that stemmed from Bob being you fired. Got, you, you got guys. All of it. Oh, yeah. 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 All, All of it, it did. did. Absolutely. Yeah. But then you got guys who were like having eligibility problems. We, we, we dismissed. What's his name? We dismissed. Um, Jose Perez. Jose Perez was dismissed, you know. It wasn't an issue. Uh, he, I'm not gonna get into that. I he, I heard he did some things, so I won't get into. Well, if that. he did some things, that's another problem. Yeah. Um. Hey, listen. All I gotta say is at least we got one team on this campus winning. That's West Virginia men's soccer, that buddy. Is, they are soccer, rolling right that now. Is true. They are currently getting ready to play at Dictolesque Stadium on December second. That game being played at two o'clock. You can catch that game right here in United Two the Moose. Um. We do not know who will be on the call. I'm pretty sure it's Tanner and Manny, or maybe Tanner, myself, or maybe Manny, myself. I have no idea who's on the call. Um, you know one thing I know for certain? What's that? It is going to be cold. It's going to be cold. But let me tell you. Cold. It's cold let me today. Tell you, let me tell you. It's, it's team, man. They are playing really well right Resiliency. now. Resiliency. Utara Sukata is playing really well right now. Um, so this is a article. This was written by John Antonic. Uh who works for the university, Dan Stratford. Let me see if I can find it. So 
there's Dan Stratford. What a man right there. Um, Love the man. So the winner will face number the winner of number nine Clemson and number sixteen Stanford in the one national semifinal in Louisville, Kentucky. So the winner of this game advances to the final four. You gonna go if we can make it? I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't know. I don't know because that's the week before finals. PRT boys probably trip. should. PRT Boys live from the Final Four College Cup in Louisville, Kentucky. It's not that far. Tickets aren't tickets can't be that expensive. No, I can't, man. I'll, this is a do. This is the doable. only the only way I'll go is if I'm calling the game. We gotta, we gotta, we, gotta, won't we gotta talk to Jonathan Hamilton. <laughs> so the winner will face number nine Clemson or number sixteen Stanford. Stanford just beat Marshall. They Marshall did. went down three nil against Ooh. Stanford. I How was, about their season coming th- to a that's a 16, coming to a close? So Stanford. I was kind of surprised they were able to even score that much, considering a, the that, flight that, that, that they had, man. Yeah, that's a sixteen. Um, that's a sixteen CB to yeah. one seed. Like yeah. that's like UBMC level upsets. No, no, because UBMC was the last sixteen seed. This is not the last team. So the way that Stanford's the NCAA tournament, 16th, right? yeah, they're ranked sixteen. So, so they're oh, the sixteenth. Like, oh, yeah, it's like sixteen in the okay, country. All right, one. all right, all right. Yeah. I yeah. See, gotcha. So, gotcha, so right. either way, so West Virginia they play Loyola Marymount, right? That's who they play. Loyola Marymount, right? I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, I believe that's what that yeah. is. Loyola Marymount. Same play, Loyola Marymount comes Saturday. You can catch that game right here on United to the Moose. And who do um, we who do we beat to get there? So we beat Louisville. So here's 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 how it happens. So you beat Louisville oh, and, and won one nil there. Yeah, and then, then you beat Vermont. Who that Vermont team? Man, they are rolling, and I feel bad. For, so in the matter of ten days, they had to travel like twenty thousand miles or something like that. Too bad. They had to fly down to UCF. Too bad. So they lost. the closest airport. To their, to their campus is Albany, and it's like three hundred oh. miles from. The, you from mean to tell me there's not one good mainstream airport uh-uh. in the state of Vermont? No, Albany's the closest. How is that even possible? I, I mean, get Ver- it. Ver- I get it. You're Vermont, but like you can't fit an airport. I like, mean, Vermont's a very small state, isn't it? I you mean, know what? Else? You yeah. know. You know what? Smaller Massachusetts. You know how many airports ports they have in they Massachusetts? They have the city of Boston. I understand that. They have a that. huge port. All right, we're they, not going to sit here and talk. Why are we this fighting is, about state? I was going to say we're this is over geography. This here. is not. Look at the bracket, Andy. All right, all right, all right. I am looking at the bracket. Hey, lower it down. This is so you're going to play. So you're going to play Loyola Marymount uh, on at 2 p.m. So before that, though, the women's team, women's basketball plays. Uh, they play. St. Bonaventure, the Bonnies. The Bonnies. The, the Bonnies. So they're going to play. Uh, and that team is certainly rolling right now. So I had the privilege to call their game against Youngstown State. What a great job um, you did. Thank you. Thank you. 94-40, I was on play-by-play for that one. Um, and then they went to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and were able to win all three there. So they play come Saturday at So what's the noon. record? Are we undefeated? Yeah, they're undefeated. Look they have a loss game. Um and then you got to play Penn State Monday night, December fourth, at the Coliseum at six p.m. And then you're going to play Delaware State on the tenth in Morgantown. Uh, oh my! The thir- the only away game that they're going to have is on December thirtieth, Lawrence, Kansas. Of course, it's always in Kansas. Yeah. Um, so you got a game against Wright State here. Better than left. on the eighteenth, uh, and I will be. On the call, I think I'm on caller for that one, and then I'm going to come back and for this Niagara game. I will be on play-by-play for that one on the 21st of December. That one is at 2 p.m. It's a midday matinee dollar day, so come out to that one, or you can tune into United to the Moose. And then I will be. Hang on, I think I'm calling for you. Hang on, I got to look at my schedule here because he's got to he's got to pull out the planner here. Bring you the patty. He's got no. I got to find the screenshot that Tanner sent. Here it is. So I'm calling the Wright State game, the Niagara game, and then the Cincy game. So I'm calling three over break. Um, so I'll be driving back up here back and forth. So I'll be calling that game. Um, and then I will have your Big 12 home opener on the 3rd of January. Um, yeah. Did you catch my joke that I had huh. earlier? You, you were talking about Wright State. I'm like, better than left state? We don't have... Oh, yeah, we do play Wright State. Yeah. Well, yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Do you even know where Wright State is without looking I it up? I have no idea. At Beaver Creek, Ohio. Look it up. Fact check me. I guarantee you I'm right. Uh, you, you, want said, you said where's what? It's, right. in, it's in Dayton, but it's Beaver It's Beaver Creek. It, it's in Beaver Creek, but it, pro- it may say Dayton on there. Wright State. Either way, it's in Ohio. Yeah, it's in Ohio. Um, uh, where is it? 
Glen Highway, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Beaver is Creek. Right, it's Wright like State, all the same. Is Wright State an HBCU? Uh, no. No. No, it's not. Huh. No. Um, so education day is Wright State. So that one's at 10 a.m., buddy. I'm going to have a blast with that one. Bunch uh, of screaming <laughs> children. Yeah. So Wright State and the Niagara. So I'll have three games to call on U92 over that, and then I'm sure I'll get more of the schedule here uh, eventually. But West Virginia, they're, they're rolling right now. They shoot the ball really, really well. They're 6-0. and Um yeah, they just shoot the ball really well. It's 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 impressive because the Youngstown State team that they beat is not a bad team. Um, so they're the Penguins. Yeah, Youngstown State Penguins. Love it. Yeah. So there you go, Youngstown State Penguins. There, they they women's team is rolling. Mark Kellogg certainly living up to the expectations that we have for them as well. So um, that pretty much, I mean, solidifies West Virginia in itself there. Um, so you can catch a couple things on U92 this week. Um, so we can go about, we have, we have a couple minutes we can chat about this, um, cause we have an hour till our meeting. So we'll go a couple more minutes. We're at about 45 let's right kinda, now. Let's have a little chit chat. Yeah. Let's have a little chit chat. How let's, have we been? It's, 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 it's we're not going to get into our personal talk. These people month. don't care about our personal talk. Let's talk about this Friday. You got a couple games on Friday night in the college football realm. Number 24 Liberty taking on New Mexico state at 7 PM. Oregon taking on Washington. That game will be a whoever wins is most likely in the Ooh, college football you playoff. You win, you're in, you're, you lose, you're out. Yep, that's how which it's going dis- to roll. Which is disappointing. Um, and then Texas and Oklahoma State, Texas trying to find any excuse to get in. Really need a Florida State loss to happen. You need a lot of help. You really yeah. need a Michigan loss to happen. And you really need a Georgia loss to happen, which that could very much happen. I don't. I don't. This Alabama team is rolling right now. Absolutely. Um, they, they, they just the, beat the roll, Auburn. They're rolling off one play. Let's remember. If that play, hey, one foot, you know, you're out of bounds. Something, you know. But that that play was phenomenal. It was a great play. It was I mean, a great phenomenal play. play. Great play call by Saban. Honest, you know. I was not really watching them. Yeah. Oh, I, I was. I had it on my phone at a hockey game. I was watching. Where uh, were you? Bears game. Oh, really? I went to I was, this week. They're doing. They're not. They're not doing too bad right now, aren't they? Oh, we're first in the AHL. Really? Yep. So here Minor we go. League hockey talk. All hey. Big Twelve honorable mention. There's a lot on there. Aubrey Burks, Ben Cutter, C.J. Donaldson, Preston Fox, Garrett Greenlee, Coba, Mike Lockhart, Michael Hayes, Sean Martin, Doug Nestor, Thomas Remack, Oliver Straw, Eddie V, Eddie Vesterinen, Jaheim White, and Brandon Yates. So Jaheim White, over the last couple weeks, has turned himself into, um, you know, a big um, thing. So first team, I, I know you want to hear this, Andy. Oh, okay. For, for a second. Offensive I, line, yeah. Zach Frazier, uh, who uh, will not be playing in the bowl game. He what? He had surgery. Yeah, um, he last play of the yeah. game went down, and um, it was the it was the most Zach Frazier play I've ever seen. Honestly, um, I've ever seen most Zach Frazier thing. He he takes Hudson Clement and just takes him and pushes him into the first down. So he's first team alongside Beanie Bishop. Second team is tight end Cole Taylor and Wyatt Milam. Let me see if I can find the rest of these here. Jeez, Griff, are you all right? Oh my. I've, right. been, I've, 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 I've had this cough for like a week and a half. It's gotten cold here. I'm getting, I'm getting sick of this cold. I'm getting sick of this, this thing in my throat. I'm just done. Here we done. go. I hate the Big wind. 12 football awards. <laughs> so here we go. Here's how it's looking. Let's hear it. Uh, may, all right, here we go. Offensive player of the year, Ollie Gordon. Yeah, that's go that, figure. Yeah, that, that, that's a no-brainer right there. Go figure. And I have unfortunate news. We were just talking about Coach of the Year. It has now been named as Oklahoma State's Mike uh, Gundy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's honestly kind of fair. Honestly, that is yeah. kind of fair considering the ter- the start. The st- no, it's not the no, start that they no, had. I, w- I I wouldn't call that a sham. So no. so you have uh, and then I here's another West Virginia connection. Rocco Becht, his dad played here. Like I said, uh, he is offensive freshman of the year. Uh, offensive newcomer is Texas wide receiver. Um, Austin Booker is defensive really? newcomer of the year. Um, over Beanie Bishop. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Beanie's n- did not have, I mean, did not have that good of a season. Um, I mean, still a great so season. So Oklahoma won the most individual awards in the 28 year history in the big 12 with 48. That will obviously come to a stop. Kansas, Kansas state now has the most, um, West Virginia has 10 there. So, um, so first team, Dylan Gabriel is the first team quarterback transfer from UCF at Oklahoma. Zach Frazier is in there, obviously, like I said. And then you have 
second team quarterback is Will Howard. That was pretty straightforward. He played really well. I'm actually kind of surprised Quinny Ewers isn't on there. Um, but then West Virginia, they have a big long list. Credit to the guys. So there's your Big 12 awards. Neil Brown not getting coach of the year. But um, as long as it's not Steve Sarkeesian, because I don't think Sarkeesian should have gotten it. No. No, but Mike Gundy, he has a case for it. Obviously, being able to turn your team around like the way that you did and you're being in a conference championship yeah. appearance, it, it makes sense. And credit to Mike Gundy for that uh, 19th season. And it feels like right when he got the coaching job there, he was the. Uh, He's a player there, right? Before, so um, you see, uh, you see, Grayson McCall entered the transfer portal again. Again, he <laughs> that I can't even keep up so far. So you have like what four Michigan State quarterbacks enter the portal, three or four, a uh, couple Kansas State quarterbacks enter the portal as well. I think it's it's incredible. Uh, let um, me let me ask you another question. Now that we're on the subject of just all this college football stuff, who do you think is going to be the four to get in? And who oh. do you think are going to be the two? Who do you think are going to be the two teams on the outside looking in that are not going to get in? Florida State is going to be out on the outside looking in. You think? Do you think it's? Because I think. Do you I, think it's because a they're going to lose and therefore they don't have a chance, or do you think they're going to go undefeated, but the committee's still going to hold bigger wins and think that the other teams are better than them because Jordan Travis uh, I, is out? I think that I think that be, they're going to go undefeated, but because they almost got beat by Boston College and also the, a, a number of few games that they almost lost. Uh, and then also their near loss against Florida, and then also the fact that Jordan Travis went down. I just don't think that they're going to be. They're going to. It's it, it's going to be like mere inches that they're going to lose it's, it by. It's, so it's so, the, it's the argument right. of whether it's the argument of whether a team is like the better team or the team that deserves to get in. That's Precisely. the argument. So here's what it's going to be. Okay. Let's hear it. So and then I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> no. So I was listening to Kirk um, on Pat's show yes, Monday when I was driving up. Um, so. It should be the best teams, right? Yep. Yes. But the committee kind of picks of what who deserves it the most. Um, I mean, so if Florida to, State goes out there and they kill Louisville, they'll be in. It's hard to argue with an undefeated team in a it Power is. Five conference, right. even though the ACC is not great. If they're going to kill, but if they if it's close with Louisville, I don't think they're in. No. Um, I think you're not going to see Alabama in. No, Alabama won't be in. No. If Bama, um, Bama, well, but if, if Bama beats Georgia, if Bama beats Georgia. But what about Georgia? Texas, Texas has got to win. Yeah. Texas has got to win handily against a pretty good Oklahoma State. I think team. they will. I think Texas will win. I think Texas will win by three touchdowns at least. I think to, so. Texas has got to win pretty handily, but you're also going to need. So so the Pac-12 is going to have a representative either way because you have Oregon and Washington. Yep, They're going to have a representative. Oregon and Washington way. is in. Michigan should Michigan take, should win should unless Iowa comes out with something funky, which they could. Uh, I it honestly the odds of that happening are very slim. yeah. Very but the slim. the only reason they won last year was because. Um, Iowa was just not good last year. Yeah, but I- Iowa is better. They're still not better than Michigan. I mean, yeah. yeah. However, I'm not exactly sure if the uh, the sign stealing thing will have do anything about it. No, it's not. Uh, no, it won't. It won't have anything to do with it. I gotcha. mean, they've kind of already settled it all, really. So gotcha. yeah, I still think if you're if you're looking at um. If you're looking at just the grand scheme of things, I think I think Georgia should get in regardless, even if they lose. Georgia's undefeated. Yeah. Well, yeah. So are Georgia's been undefeated. Teams. But if they but get still, beat by Alabama, they're done. Y- yes. You think they're done? If they I lose I Alabama. do. That, I don't that, think you're going to put a one loss Georgia. That, in. that that is a but Georgia. Universe. But look at Georgia's ranked wins and all those ranked wins. They blew them out. The only bad game that they have played is against Georgia Tech and Auburn. Exactly. So, yeah. But that's it. Exactly. So if they lose, they're not in. Yeah. But they don't have a quality win. But they have Bama, one. They have Bama one quality lost. win. Bama straight up lost. So the only way that Bama can get in, though, is if they you could Georgia. you could not you could possibly, which it's crazy to think about, but it could happen if something happens because te- it's going to be really hard for Texas to get in. You can't put Alabama over Texas. I think the only two. I think the only two guarantees right now are obviously one team in the Pac-12 and then Michigan. Yes, Michigan and one Pac-12 team are in, which I hope it's Washington because I think Washington is. Just I think so Washington. Much. I think, I think good. Wa- Washington But I also think Bo Nix is solidifying himself as a Heisman because yep. even but, though but Washington has has won, Bo Nix has played consistently well. But what and if Michael Michael Penix, Penix has just not played consistently as right. well as? But Bo what Nix. if Penix outplays Bo Nix? Th- then that's a different question. But I'm saying. The the Heisman Committee, when we come to that, will also start thinking of, yeah. hey, Bo Nix consistently played well and consistently had these numbers. Michael Penix, his were like a roller coaster. I don't like the talk of uh, 
Daniel's getting the quarter of uh, the Heisman. I he won't because of his I, losses. I, I just don't think now, he deserves it. If he won more games, yes. Yeah. I I mean, did he leave his body out on the line? Yes. So did Max Duggan last year, and he didn't get it. Max Matt, Duggan didn't. If Duggan doesn't it, get though. that Heisman last year, then he doesn't deserve it this year. Hold on, are you talking about Jalen or JT? Daniels. Yes, a quarterback. From, sure, I'm going to pick a Rice quarterback, a quarterback from who Rice. is mediocre and should never played at Georgia, should never have played at USC. Yes, okay. I'm talking about JT Daniels. Shouldn't have played here either. Are you for real right so, now? So, this so, is the field goal situation. Mute is Mike. Mute is Mike. Oh god. Yeah, you're, you're done. In ti- you're in so, timeout for two minutes. Jalen Daniels from. LSU, Andy, that stands for Louisiana State University. I'm not sure if you know who that stands for. Five-minute timeout. Yeah, you're done. My mic, my mic was off. It's, it's off now. Still off. So, um... It was on? Nope. So, so now we have... Here, talk now. <laughs> Hi. It's on now. There you go. Don't <laughs> scream. Cut that out. Yeah, stop. We, we are professional. Lambert's in the building. We are oh, yeah. professional... We are professional media students at West Virginia, a highly acclaimed media university, and you are screaming in the studio. We just had oh Lambert. God, Lambert just Coca-Cola Lambert just flickered. stormed in, okay, because he was checking the sign. And he looked at you. He just he stormed was sh- in. He, he, he looked at head. you, and he's like, "Who's this idiot on this he was podcast?" Shaking his head. He knew that you were going to say something stupid like that. I he can't did. believe you just said JT Daniels. I've look. JT Daniels came out and he played for West Virginia. He put his body on the line for West Virginia. The reason why it did not work out is because I think he was playing hurt, and and, and that that's probably what happened. And his overall, he didn't have any help. No, he didn't have any help at all. Okay, but the fact that you're going to assume that a guy at Rice. Okay, the only way that you can assume that is if Rice was in the top four. Do you see Rice anywhere in the top 50 so of I'm the assu- country? I'm Rice assu- isn't even a top four food, let alone college. Hey, I don't know. That's debatable. We're talking chicken fried rice? That's what I'm saying, Regular white rice? All right, all right, all right. So I'm assuming you're talking about Jalen. Mute him again. All right, You're so done. You're done. so You're done. we're so done. so we're gonna come back to this. Okay, so so Bo Nix and Michael Penix, those two are probably the top two for Heisman right now. Yep, I, um, I, I personally, I, think, I still would give it to Michael. I think Penix. Carson Beck is in that conversation still because Georgia has still won games. What about his Milrow? numbers have been great? Milrow, I would say not because he had a really rough start to the year. I wouldn't even say that was necessarily um, his fault. Saban wouldn't Saban would not give him the starting job officially until like what was it week three? What'd you say? What muni? They they had the start that they did, which wasn't great. I think I think Milrow might be in the conversation, but he's not he's not going to be up there with Penix I, I and Bo Nix. And I think yeah, I think if Bo Nix started the season or not Bo Nix, sorry, I think if Milrow started the season as the starter and like since week one, I'd and be consistently like consistently played. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I think Nick Saban did his quarterbacks so, a disservice by not picking the starter. Bo Nix is number one. According to USA Today for the That's odds, not surprising. Jalen Jaden Daniels is two. Nope. Which I can see that though because I see it too. But because I just don't. Um, he had good, you know, against Texas A and stuff like that. And then Michael Penix. The reason why Michael Penix is so low is because it's inconsistent of play. Um, and I think that's why he's at three. And then you have Carson Beck. But you forgot about Marvin Harrison as well. Mm. Marvin Harrison mm. has got to be in that in that conversation. conversation Jalen Milrow, Caleb Williams, nope. JJ McCarthy, Kyle nope. McCord. Maybe. If he won against Michigan, I would assume he would have moved up, but obviously no. But McCarthy uh, didn't really move up either. Now, Blake Corum is someone who's not getting the talk that he probably should. Blake Corum is a tank. He man. should be getting the talk of You see his husband. bloody nose every after every game? I know. Yeah. That man t- puts it all in the field. But I think I think it's rightfully so. Marvin Harrison, yes. I think, yes. He should be in the top four. Yeah, Marvin Harrison's So I think here's here's here it is. Bo Nix is one. Jaden Daniels is two, in my opinion. Michael Penix, three. Marvin Harrison, four. They just breed that's those guys not, at Ohio State, don't they? That's not bad. They do. It's just... it's just. Well, it doesn't help his dad was a dog as well. It's just crazy, though. I like, know. Like, every school... Like, there's always... Every position has, like, a school. You know, you got Iowa tight end university. You got Ohio State wide receiver university. Seems like, as time keeps going on, it seems like... Seems like Alabama's quarterback university. I would say either Alabama or Georgia. I mean, LSU too. Honestly, I would say I would say Bama's more of a quarterback school because Georgia has overall better players around the quarterbacks. You know what? Alabama, Alabama's quarterbacks take them to national championships. True. Georgia's defense, Georgia's defense, and their depth and their skill positions take them to national yes. championships. Because obviously, we don't know. I mean, yeah. who, who who's to say that? So, who's to say that Georgia wins back to back national championships without um without Brock Bowers? So we can yeah. come back. We Brock can, Bowers. We, that's. When, is he going to come back? I don't no. think so. Mm. That's a big loss. Hurt. So I think 
We can come back next week and we'll really talk about who we can solidify. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the bowl games. Next week will be our big bowl special that we did last year where we picked all the games. We'll do that again this year. Maybe I can get Gary's picks. Bowl Maybe I can get some of Gary's picks. How's Gary doing? I haven't Gary's doing delightful. How's his grades? Good. His grades are phenomenal, at least I assume. So you got some big games this week. Uh, you got, obviously, Oklahoma State, Texas on ABC, and then you got Toledo and Miami on ESPN at noon as well. So those are the only two games going on at noon. I'll tell you. I'm... You got some other games going on. The Tulane SMU game may be a pretty good one. Um, that one, American, has always usually been good. I'll tell Happy you. State and Troy, yeah. that's an that interesting should, that one. That fun. one will be very interesting. Happy State, the Wreckers. I think Michigan and Iowa is going to be more interesting than people think because Iowa, even though they won't be able to score, they're going to be able to flip the field if and it, force Michigan to make a field position game on this Iowa defense. If it wasn't for us playing against like Rick Pitino, the legend himself, and a good St. John's team outside on of the Friday. conference on Friday, I would definitely... I I would have stayed home yeah. and watched while no, Oregon watched it. No, I because agree. Because this is going to be one of the great... Like, mark my words. This is going to be one of the greatest games you'll see in the next 10 years. I, I agree. I agree. Five against no, I know. three. I like, was going to end with that. Like, Penix and, and Bo Nix, like, you couldn't ask for a better quarterback yeah. matchup. Both of them have great weapons. Both of I them agree. have good lines. So we're going to talk about in the next week. Who do you... Actually, so here's what we Go do. ahead. Oh. Wait, do you want to pick the conference so, championships? No, because we're kind of running out can of I time. Get, can I get your pick just for the Pac-12? Pac-12? Yeah. Actually, give me Pac-12 and SEC. That's it. All right, hang on, hang on. I gotta do the numbers. Um, so, um, oh, I want all three of us. They to were do just they were only okay. able. Washington was only able to beat them at three at home. Yep. This one being a neutral site, being in Las Vegas. Vegas. I think Oregon wins. You think? I, it's gonna be close though. But I think Oregon wins. I think Bonix is better you got a, than. You got I think a point Bo margin. Nix, three. Three. I Ooh. think it thirty-four, thirty-one. Okay, and, Andy. What are we thinking? I'm thinking Oregon as well, but it'll be not as close, but still close. But uh, I'll go like 37-30. Ah, this guy. I got Washington by a touchdown. I think Michael Ooh, Penix know, goes out there, slings that pigskin around for a good yeah. hour, and just gets a lot of points. I think it's going to be a big match. I think it's going to be forty-two to thirty-five. I think this SEC game championship game is going to be a lot closer than people think. Mm-hmm. Uh, the current line for this one is currently set at four. I think it goes under. I think it's going to be a three-point game. Give me 38-35, Georgia. I'm I'm biased either way. I want... I, I, so, I, not, I, don't pick. You're muted. All right, so Andy picks Alabama. I'm not even going to let him pick a score margin. I will unmute you, but we know you're picking Alabama. I was going to say it was going to be a lot closer than you think. No, it is going to be closer yes. than people think, but you, you picked Alabama. Yes. We know that because you love Nick Roll Saban. Time. I can't say what I was going to say he on done. era that I almost let slip. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game at all. I think this game is going to be one mm. of the trenches. I think it's going to be... This is actually really hard. Um, I'm going to go Georgia by a field goal. Ah, Seven, I'll let you say it. I'm going to go 18. No. What do I want to do? Seventeen fourteen Georgia. I'll let you say it. Go ahead. Roll tie, baby. No, you said it wrong. What? Now you can't say it. What? What can I say? Can I? Yes, you can say that one oh, word. Oh, okay, okay. I'll let you say that one roll, word. Roll damn tie, there baby. There you go. I'll let you there say it. There we go. Let's go. All right. Go. So, there you go. Um, all right. So, we'll come back next week. We'll talk about the bowl mania. We'll do our big bowl game picks. Um, I'm excited. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know when we want to record. Um, because we'll talk about it. We'll have a little conversation, just the three of us. We could wait Get until we could wait until they do the um, college football playoff announcement. That's on that's on Sunday. Oh, it uh, is on Sunday, so we're yeah, already yeah, know. That at noon. Okay, all right, perfect. That's even better. So yeah. we can just record Saturday. We'll be able to talk about the playoff. We'll preview. We'll preview a little bit of WVU football. Hopefully, we can come back next week and talk about. Oh, hey, West Virginia got a big win over St. John's. So um, this has been the POT Boys podcast um, right here. Actually, I forgot. Hmm? There was some big news that happened as I was driving here, and Andy brought it up to me that I remembered. Aaron Rodgers' practice window has been opened. Oh, yeah, that's incredible. As of like I want five whatever he's ago. I want whatever he's been. It's that having. time in that cave. That's what it is. It's no. It's the illegal substances he's probably been. No. Talking. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think nobody. I don't think, it, I don't think he's taking nobody any comes. It's probably not illegal, but it's it's, it's not ACL, buddy. Achilles. Totally oh, different. Okay, okay. It's totally right. different. It, but they're still, Andy's right in this regard, they are hard injuries to come No, oh, they are hard injuries. Yeah, but nobody comes right. off that in Clay, 11 Clay Thompson, weeks. Clay Thompson. Three months. Clay three, Thompson three didn't three play months. for a, Three months. Remember Clay Thompson tore his ACL, practiced, tore his Achilles, didn't play for two seasons. Remember that? Yeah. Like, that's how bad that injury is. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Our, uh, well, we'll talk about yeah. NFL next week. We didn't really have time today. Uh, 
we're gonna finish up here. Uh, we're sitting in an hour, and I still gotta you know export this you know, stuff. Bird, I'll the, probably upload it the tonight. Birds are ten and one. That's that's all I'm saying. Hey. The Capitals oh my god, too. we didn't even talk about Matt Canada being fired. Oh, oh that's a low hanging fruit, Quinn. Oh, we okay. kind of got to. All quick, right, quick recap: we're Birds ten, are ten okay. and one. Matt Canada got fired. Right. Ravens we're, are okay. We're going to talk real quick. The Steelers' offense without Matt Canada looked really good. They're moving. <laughs> they <laughs> looked really good. They're moving the they chains. opened up the middle of the field. So there you go. We'll talk about them more next week. Fourth quarter uh, tickets looking. The like Birds are ten and one. They got a gutty win against the Bills and that the Chiefs. Looks, we beat the yep. Chiefs. And then you got you got the 49ers That if you if you lose the 49ers it's not you know the end of the world. But it's going to make they things still, pretty tough to win just, it. I just really want the number one seed. I know. I know. It's got to win that. You know the Steelers have the easiest path to the one seed right now. I think right? the yeah. I think 100 the Steelers are going to. I think the Steelers are going to win out. I think they're going to be the number three seed in the AFC. I'm fine with that. Yep. I'm fine with that. And guess what? If there is a home playoff game. There is nothing stopping me from driving 45 minutes up the road to Pittsburgh to watch a play. <laughs> hey, to watch that Kenny Pickett. If you can't even get to the game, I'll tailgate with you. I don't Dude, care. Dude, Kenny, hey, if we can't get tickets, I will be in Pittsburgh. We'll do something. Or, or maybe I'll have a watch party here. We'll figure something out, okay? Yeah. We got to still. We, Kenny all, Pickett. We, we got to figure out with Jonathan. We have to go to Penn's Cats this year. We have, we have to. to. Oh, yeah. Kenny Pickett is pl- looked 10 times better. He didn't have a passing touch. Should have had a passing touchdown. Deontay dropped in the end zone. He looked Deontay 10 Johnson times better. Not- Deontay Johnson gave no effort. He looked game. ten times better. So here's here's what I'm saying. If you take it with Kenny Pickett, you give him the rest of this year, and then you give him next year. You don't draft a quarterback. Give him next year. Draft Marvin Harrison. Exactly. Like, are you out of your mind? Give him right next there. year. Give him next year. Let him work next year. Bring in an offensive coordinator like Byron Leftwich, who was a quarterback himself. That yep. was a decent quarterback himself. That knows he learned under Ben Roethlisberger was his backup. Let him be developed by a guy who actually knows how to play the position. Kenny Pickett could take the Steelers. You know what I mean? The promised land. They could. They could. They could. He could take them to the Super Bowl. Kenny Pickett could even be in an MVP race come next three, four years. Yeah. I'm not going to say next year because that's a little much because he still he'll still be developing. developing. But I think three to four years. I think that's fair to say, right? See, Pickett, Pickett's not like one of those guys with God-given talent. He's one of those guys that if he works his ass off, but he you, will play good. You also have to think about, he may be in his second year in Pittsburgh, but he's also 25 years old. old so, yeah, like, yeah. Old, man, you know, old man with tiny so, hands. So, you got to get as much out of him as you can. So, we'll talk about the NFL next week. But he, he's the one who had tiny hands, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, that's yeah. why he wears two gloves. <laughs> so, uh, two gloves. this is... PRT boys, I don't even know what episode this is. I'm not going to even try to say it. I know I, think, I messed up last week. So or I think we're at 30 week. something. Yeah, so we'll come back. We'll record next week, most likely next Tuesday. So I'm going to go and I'll export this and upload it hopefully tonight at some point. Um, Possibly but, might have a new intro, maybe? Yeah, uh, we should. Uh, that's on you, big guy. That's true. Yes, I will so got to edit I'll, that intro. Yeah. I will get on that. Go Birds, so, go Phils. Um, go Cavs, so you've been listening to the PRT boys podcast. You can tune in, find it on... Apple, I need to start uploading it back to Spotify. I That's our it. home. I need to. So you've been listening to the PRT Boys Podcast right here. Uh, partnered with United to the Moose, but this has been PRT Boys Podcast right here. Right here on United to the Moose.